Welcome back, baseball fans, to a very special edition of Rounding Third, the baseball podcast. This is episode 42. And Max, if you know, in all of baseball, there is one number that is retired. That is number 42. I think it's only fitting we keep the tradition. Today, it's all about one man, Jack Roosevelt Robinson. Roll the intro. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. I am hyped. This is going to be a fantastic episode, one that is uh, very special to me. Uh, As we said, this is episode 42. I wanted to make sure that if you ever look at our podcast, you ever click the number 42, we we retired the number, we reserved it for the greatest 42 to ever wear it. That's Jackie Robinson. I mean, his legacy, I think, speaks for itself. One of the most iconic athletes, just people in American history uh, and in just general sporting history. So, you know, we don't really have a format here, Max. We're just kind of going to go back and forth, talk about Jackie Robinson and just, you know, highlight that legacy and the impact that he did have on and off the field. Yeah. I I mean, I think you said it well when you said like the icon he is and not just baseball, but just in the history of America, like obviously it goes without saying you couldn't tell the story of baseball without talking about Jackie Robinson. But I also think, you know, I, I don't think you could tell the story of America and the civil rights movement without talking about Jackie Robinson. It's, you know, it goes much beyond just his baseball playing career. And his entire life is, is pretty incredible. And, you know, doing some research, I didn't realize like just what an incredible athlete he was before. I mean, there's so much we could talk about, but like he wasn't just a baseball player. If anything, baseball was like his his like last sport. At, at UCLA, he varsity or he lettered on the varsity team in four different sports: football, basketball, baseball, and track. Um, and he still holds the NCAA Division One record for uh, highest rushing yards per carry in a season, which is pretty funny too. And then in high school, he was also a tennis star. Like he's just an all around amazing athlete. Let me just add to that real quick because that record, which is insane, is 12.2 yards per carry. He's literally the auto first down. Look out, we want a first down, give it to Jackie. He led at UCLA in yards thrown and rushing yards in the same season, passing yards. I don't know why I said yards thrown and rushing yards, same season. And I think you're spot on. Baseball was his worst sport. He's an NCAA champion in track for long jumps. If it were not for uh, World War II, he probably would have been on an Olympic team for track. Uh, he had he won the uh, West Coast Conference MVP in basketball. So, I mean, and again, like he's just an incredible, incredible athlete with baseball being the worst of that. And that's what he's famous for. Yeah. And it also like it, the track thing, like his brother, his older brother, he was the youngest of five, I think. Um his older brother won the silver medal in the 200 meter dash in the 1936 Olympics, finishing only behind Jesse Owens. 
Um, and that was like the, the, the famous uh, Olympics in Berlin in front of Hitler. Um, so, so, I mean, the athletic prowess is just unbelievable. But, but I mean, obviously his legacy goes far beyond that. And, I, you know, what I found most impressive was his post-baseball career, which we'll get to. But he also served in the military um, and was honorably discharged after refusing to give up his seat. Um, just, just an entire legacy of standing up for civil rights and then eventually making his way through the Negro Leagues, through the minor leagues, and then eventually to the Brooklyn Dodgers. You know, and I think j- just because you broached that, and again, he did have that military service from 1942 to 1944. He was a second lieutenant. Um, and yeah, he was honorably discharged because he was court-martialed for not relocating uh, on the bus to the segregated section. This was in 1944, 11 years before Rosa Parks was became famous for that moment, the exact same moment of the, the seg- segregated bus. So again, it gets back to that thing of you cannot tell the story of America, especially as far as civil rights, without Jackie Robinson. I mean, to me, he is right up there, you know, on that Mount Rushmore of our civil rights leaders. I, I mean, yeah, absolutely, I would say. And, I mean, just his entire life is overcoming so much adversity. I mean, obviously, there are multitudes of movies about him, and 42 notably. Um, but I, I think the the story of his rise and eventually his entrance into the MLB is also pretty interesting because I, I, I think it's unfair to say it was taken negatively, but other players in the Negro Leagues were somewhat not, I, I don't know. It's, it's unfair to say they were mad because they obviously were mad, but Jackie Robinson wasn't necessarily the best player in the Negro Leagues. And Larry Dobby, who um, broke, at the same, broke the color barrier in the American League the same year for the Indians, he famously said, one of the things I was disappointing and disheartening to a lot of black players at the time was that Jack was not the best player. The best was Josh Gibson. I think that's one of the reasons why Josh died so early. He was heartbroken. So, I mean, it, it is just interesting. But, but you know, regardless, Jackie Robinson opened the door for all of these other players to uh, get their chance in the major leagues. You, you know, and part of that is Branch Rickey, the Dodgers uh, general manager, did hand-select him partially because he was very good at baseball. But I don't think anyone would even make the argument that he like I, he wasn't in the conversation for best in the Negro. Like it, this wasn't like oh one A one B. This wasn't it. He was just hand selected because of his character. And Branch Rickey thought he would be able to deal with the adversity. And that adversity is, you know, well documented in in movies and stories and all that. And I'll even say I, I had the fortune of running into randomly at a Panera shop one of the pitchers that played on the team with Jackie Robinson, a relief pitcher. And he said, yeah, all that's documented, that doesn't even scratch the surface of what we heard about him. And not once, you know, did he react or do it. I mean, really, he, he sat there and took it and, you know, let the baseball speak for itself and continued to be an incredible leader, even taking what Jackie Robinson at one point called the, the hardest, I think the hardest five seconds of his life was when they did the olive branch picture with Ben Chapman the piece of shit racist Phillies manager who was yelling all kinds of disgusting, disturbing things 
Adam and MLB made them take a picture holding a bat as an olive branch. And Jack Robinson said that was the hardest moment of his life was to, he wanted to hit him over the head with the baseball bat. Uh, also, I'll just add on that famously, I think it was 2013 that the city of Philadelphia had issued a public apology to Jackie Robinson for the way that the Phillies treated him, which is just crazy that it's like you were so bad at a whole city had to pass a resolution of forgiveness 50 years later. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just imagine like getting all the way up to Major League Baseball and you know, not only do you have to deal with just how difficult it is to play Major League Baseball, but you have people screaming at you and trying to injure you and throwing balls at your head, um, you know, just because of the color of your skin. I mean, th- th- that adversity, it's hard to even, like, really imagine what that's like. It's, like, impossible for us to think about what that would be like. Um, but I-, I love the famous exchange between Branch Rickey where um, – you know, he basically tells him, like, you you need to not take the bait and react angrily when people do this. Because he had prior um, issues with law enforcement when he was in the military for kind of standing up for, for what he believed in. Um, and, and a lot of the accusations that were, like, reported then weren't really true. It was just kind of people making stuff up about him. Like, there, there was one report that he was convicted of public drunkenness and he never even drank. But regardless, Branch Rickey told him, like, he couldn't take the bait and get angry. And Robinson was, like, mad. He was, like, are you looking for a Negro who's afraid to fight back? And Rickey said, I, I'm looking for a player with the guts not to fight back. I, I just think that's, that's like, amazing. Well, again, it, it moved the game forward so much and opened the doors by him taking that reaction because they couldn't publish those negative headlines or try to – you know, make, make anything stick anything to it that, you know, you just didn't have that option. He came in solid baseball player. I mean, he won rookie of the year. Uh, and the first ever first rookie year, of the year, actually. First ever rookie of the year. Um, see, I mean, it, it's just in the baseball. And I do love this. Probably should have thrown this in earlier, talking about baseball being his worst sport. At UCLA, his first year, Jackie Robinson had a zero nine seven batting average, which is terrible. He finished with a MLB in his MLB career with a 311 batting average. So I guess if you're you're hitting bad at the plate, there's always hope. Yeah, I mean, and it's not only like it's. I mean, obviously it's tremendous. He could have, you know, not been a superstar and still left in a tremendous legacy on the game of baseball by being the first black player in the modern era. Which I didn't. I didn't realize there were black players in the MLB in like the 1880s, but when it was like barely the MLB, but once the modern era, which began in 1900, which when it like really became the MLB, he was the first player then. But regardless, like he didn't need to be like a for sure superstar, but, but he was, I mean, he won an MVP in 1949. He was an all-star every year from 1949 to 1954. Uh, he was in the top 15 in MVP voting since his rookie year for the first eight or nine seasons. Um, he led the Dodgers, who at the time weren't like uh, an amazing franchise by any means. They were one of the worst franchises in baseball. And he basically helped turn them around. They won, I think, six pennant races. Um, they won a World Series. So, I mean, not only the fact that he broke the color barrier, but he was just one of the greatest baseball players of all time as well. 
Yeah, and I, I love that you nailed that. Six NL pennants in his career, one World Series, that being 1955, where he famously stole home in game one on Yogi Berra. That's like probably the most iconic in-game action shot of Jackie Robinson. And, and he's known for stealing home. I mean, 19 times in his professional <laughs> career, he stole home, which is insane. Just an insane uh, stat there. And, you know, he led the league in stolen bags two different years. So definitely had the speed, speed there, speed threat. But just, just it's crazy because it's like you have the iconic baseball career and then you have everything else which really superseded that uh, and just a tremendous life. And I would even, you know, I know we're jumping all around, but, um, you know, when his career ended, and I guess I'll tell this, he was probably the worst decision in Dodgers history, in my opinion, was when they attempted to trade Jackie Robinson to the New York Giants at the time, now the San Francisco Giants. Rivalry was still fiercely intact then. Uh, and Jackie Robinson, being the blue-blooded Dodger he is, was like, uh, no, if I have to play for the Giants, I'm retiring from baseball. Just an iconic mic drop. He's like, we don't do that giant shenanigans. That <laughs> went on to be a VP of Chock Full of Nuts Coffee. He was the first African-American executive uh, of a large American company. So, just, I mean, again, the trailblazing, the legacy, you know, didn't even stop at all when his baseball career ended. Yeah, and he was also an analyst for ABC's MLB Game of the Week telecast. He was the first black player to call baseball games. And he famously said to Hank Aaron upon retirement, he told him, uh, the game of baseball is great, but the greatest thing is what you do after your career is over. And so he retired at age 37 um, in 1957. And like you said, went on to be the VP of Chuck Full of Nuts. Is that, like, is that a cereal? Uh, it's a coffee company. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I didn't look into that too much, but they actually, I mean, weird is they're still around just a very small company this year. They did run three special edition tins uh, to commemorate the 75th anniversary of breaking the color barrier, which we haven't set up to this point. Probably should. That was April 15th, 1947. Jackie Robinson breaks the color barrier, Ebbets field, Brooklyn, New York, forever changing the history of the country, baseball, the Dodgers organization. Yeah, and and not only, you know, after he left um, baseball, he he, all, he was also involved in politics. His, his political, um, I mean, he, I don't think he ever ran for any political office, but he was involved during the 1964 civil rights movement. Um, funny enough, he actually supported Richard Nixon over JFK, but eventually he was in um, huge support of JFK. Uh, or excuse me, in 1960 over JFK, but was in, obviously in huge support of his civil rights movement uh, and the Civil Rights Act. And he eventually left the, the Conservative Party's convention after uh, one of the nominees was, you know, obviously at the time very opposed to the civil rights movement. And he just did so much for the civil rights movement in general and advocating for the African-American population during that time after his career. And I mean, this was getting really close to the end of his life, you know? Yeah. And I, I know he uh, was on Congress's floor, uh, you know, testifying in support of some changes and regulations uh, through HUD, trying to really increase affordable housing, which is still a problem. And, you know, so again, it's like he really baseball was just this tiny microcosm of his life. 
this is just another fun fact. Before he even was a professional baseball player, he was a semi-pro football player uh, for the Honolulu Bears. So again, like doing it all, that was before he uh, joined the Kansas City Monarchs of the Negro Leagues, where he only played one season as a shortstop. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, really just such an incredible life. And he's done so much and obviously influenced the game. You know, 42 is retired as of uh, 1997, retired 42 across the entire league. 2004, the league institutes Jackie Robinson Day, which we celebrate every April 15th. You know, an incredible day there. Uh, Probably the best tradition in sports. Yeah, I think it, I just think it is. They really nailed how they hit this. Having it retired for everyone, but on April 15th, everybody is Jackie Robinson and wears that 42. I mean, that really is like, it's something special. You know, the players love it. Everyone loves it. Just they really nailed how they handled this and they could have really screwed it up. Yeah, and it just looked like one other – I mean, there are so many amazing things to talk about. But when he, he threw out uh, the ceremonial first pitch in the 1972 World Series in Cincinnati, um, and it was the 25th anniversary of his debut, and he said, I'm going to be tremendously more pleased and more proud when I look at the third base coaching line one day and see a blackface managing in baseball. Um, and th- that was two years later that happened. Uh, th- th- two, so he threw out the pitch – Nine days before he died, two years later, 1974, Frank Robinson, which is obviously not related if you know who Frank Robinson is, um, he became the Cleveland Indians third base coach, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it, it's so hard to even, like, you can't even wrap it up. We still have not done justice, really, for everything that he's done, but certainly changed the game, changed the culture, you know, a trailblazer. And, and for me, it's the entire reason. I've never really talked about this publicly, but the entire reason I'm a Dodgers fan is because that was the organization that Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier with. He is my favorite athlete person, whatever you want to put on it, Jackie Robinson is my favorite human being that there's been just think everything that he did, just absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, he has a congressional gold medal that was given to, um, I, I think it was his wife who was given to in 2005 or maybe it was his daughter. Uh, well, let me just fact check this. Oh yeah. His, his wife accepted the presidential met- uh, excuse me, the Congressional Gold Medal in 2005 from President George W. Bush. He was uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, if you've ever read Moneyball, Bill James uh, comes up a lot in that. Uh, he was like this famous stats writer back in the day. He he uh, said Jackie Robinson was the 32nd greatest player of all time, strictly on the basis of baseball performance, which is, I mean, that's extremely high. So, I mean, that just speaks to how great of an actual athlete he was. He's in the UCLA Athletics Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, I mean the, the recognition goes on and on and on. There, there's so many stories and so many accolades that were given to him, deservedly so, throughout his career and posthumously. Yeah, I, just, you know, I'm not sure that there's even that much more that we can add in to really – qualifies life i will say this this was actually something i knew i learned uh you know looking at this research for this and uh, 
weirdly, I pass the time of learning new Jackie Robinson things. So whenever I learn something new, it's a little treat. And that's that he actually never graduated at UCLA. Despite mm. being a four-sport athlete, he had to uh, drop out because of financial reasons. So it's crazy to me in today's NIL and scholarship and all that, that you have a four-sport athlete you couldn't get one full tuition scholarship for. <laughs> that's, that, like, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I would, I mean, there are so many ways you can read or watch about his life, but I mean, the chat, RIP Chadwick Boseman, but um, the, the movie 42, where he plays Jackie Robinson is an incredible film that I really, everybody should watch. I would strongly recommend that. One of my favorite movies, of course, and it's a great portrayal uh, of his whole journey and, you know, really his entire life, but but that journey through baseball, you know, with the Montreal Royals, uh, which he was with uh, before Brooklyn, that's the Dodgers minor league team. Uh, just the Kansas I mean, it, City Monarchs and the Negro League. It's just an incredible tale. You know, it, they tell the story so much better than we can. Um, but it's a story that had to get out there. And I don't think I could have lived with myself if we recorded episode 42 and completely glossed over, you know, the fact and the legacy that, that Jackie Robinson. So I can't see that number and not think about Jackie Robinson. Like, even if I'm just reading a spreadsheet, it's like oh, 42, like, there's Jackie. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, well, I, I you know, I, I don't have too much more to add James. I mean, uh, th I mean, there's so many things you could talk about, but I think that's a pretty great overview of, of his life and his career. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a fair, synopsis you know hopefully this is just the appetizer for you for the listeners you know keep doing a deep dive you know there's great books great movies uh so much to learn and i think it's important for the legacy of baseball and the legacy and history of america that we don't forget jackie robinson and continue to celebrate that legacy year over year you know time-honored traditions so that that's a legacy and an impact. And in my opinion, I, I love you said, what, 30, was he 32 on the rankings of baseball players? Uh, I mean, that was one list made by this guy, Bill James, who kind of modernized baseball statistics. I, um, in 1999, he was ranked 44 by Sports News of baseball's 100 greatest players. Um, so, I mean, he's up there. Yeah, no, I mean, it, the skill certainly takes him up there. But again, I think if you factor in the influence, I think he, he easily runs away with first place there um, just on the influence. If not, the only argument you could hear would be Babe Ruth. Um, but again, I think, I think Babe Ruth, sure, maybe for the game of baseball, but for all of athletics, all of culture, I mean, Jackie Robinson completely changed that. And, you know, I think the world is forever grateful um, I certainly am. And I think, yeah, too, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say another thing. Yeah. On top of that, I mean, in, at the turn of the century in 99, he was also, uh, one of times top hundred most influential people in the world. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, everybody knows his influence and he, he might be the most influential sports figure of all time, just across all sports. I mean, there are obviously other people up there, but he, I mean, he'd probably be my number one for sure. Yeah, I think I would take him. I'm certainly a little bit biased there. You know, I feel like we could kind of keep dancing around this conversation and adding little bits <laughs> yeah. here or there. It's just, you know, it's hard. I think we did 
our job and, and the job I saw, which was to make sure that we won, retired 42 and honored that tradition. But, you know, just, just give this basis, ha- have this out there. Uh, and I would propose the way that I would like to end this bit is my favorite Jackie Robinson quote. I think a quote that's had significant impact on me. And that is the quote, a life is not important except the impact it has on other lives. You know, I think if you use that as your guiding principle, you'll be in a better place. So I think that's a great way to wrap it up. Incredible there. Episode 42, the big four, two. Definitely. Thank you guys for listening. Our normal Thursday episode will be out later this weekend, but episode 42 in honor of Jackie Robinson. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Jackie.